Welcome into the Rebound Rundown. Today is Monday, January 23rd, 2023. I'm your host, Paul Fritschner, and this is produced by Chatterbox Sports. This is your Daily Digest college basketball show where you can get your info on Cincinnati area college hoops every Monday through Friday in short episodes. Let's start on Saturday when number eight Xavier beat Georgetown 95-82, to but to say Sean Miller was not pleased in the postgame press conference would be the understatement of the century. He spent almost the entire presser ripping Xavier's defensive effort to shreds, and deservedly so, for as well as Xavier plays on offense. To make a deep run this year, they're at least going to have to be a capable defensive team, and right now they're not that. Zach Fremantle tied his career high with 30 points, and Colby Jones added 20. Jack Nungy had a quiet afternoon, scoring just 7 on 3 of 13 from the floor. Georgetown has frequently played a good first half and followed it up with a bad second half this year. That was mostly the case in this game, and Xavier was only leading by 6 at halftime, and they went on to win by 13. This completed the regular season sweep of Georgetown for the Musketeers. Maybe most concerning defensively for Xavier is how easily the opposing point guard has scored against X. In this game, Primo Spears had 37 points for Georgetown along with 11 assists. Opposing point guards are averaging over 22 points per game against Xavier this year. To this point, X has mostly gotten away with just being able to outscore whoever they're playing. We'll see what X can do on the other end of the floor as the second half of the season keeps rolling. Xavier is 16-4 and overall and 8-1 and in the Big East. They haven't won more than eight Big East games since the 18-19 season, and it took them until March 5th last year to win their eighth Big East game. Dayton lost to George Washington for the first time in six years, dropping their game in D.C. 76-69. There's no sugarcoating this one. This is a very bad loss for Dayton. Deron Holmes had 14 points and 10 rebounds, but this was a game Dayton had no business losing. Not only did Dayton lose, but they never even had a lead. Every time the Flyers tried to make a push, GW responded. Dayton is now 13-7 and 5-2 and and in the A-10, having lost two of their last three in conference action. Maybe there really is something brewing in Big Blue Nation. Kentucky handed Texas A&M their first loss in SEC play, winning 76-69 at Rupp Arena. Kentucky took 32 threes in this one, making 11 of them. The Aggies had a slim two-point lead at the break, and it was a tight one into the final minutes. The Wildcats led 63-61 with under four to play before finishing on a 13-6 run to seal the win. This pushed Kentucky over 500 in the SEC at 4-3 and and moved them to 13-6 overall. This wasn't a quad one win for Kentucky because Texas A&M is only 52nd in the net, but it's another game to show that Kentucky is at least moving in the right direction. Antonio Reeves had 23 points on 8 of 17 shooting, including five threes. Jacob Toppin had 17, and Oscar Shibway only had 7 points, but he collected 17 rebounds. It's kind of a quick turnaround for Kentucky, who now has to go to Nashville on Tuesday to play a feisty Vanderbilt team. It's a big week for the Wildcats, who have Vanderbilt, and then that huge matchup with Kansas at Rupp on Saturday. Tough one at Bowling Green for the Miami Red Hawks this past Saturday. The Falcons won 83-73 in a game that was never really in doubt. Morgan Safford led Miami with 20 points, and Makai Larry added 15 points and 7 assists. 
I talked a lot last week about how important Northern Kentucky's four-game stretch at home right now is, and they took care of business over the last few days. I told you on Friday's show about their buzzer-beating win over Cleveland State, and then it was a much easier 74-54 win over Purdue-Fort Wayne on Saturday night in Highland Heights. Sam Vinson continued his recent stretch of good performances, putting up 17 points on 7-14 from the floor with three threes. Marquez Warwick was again NKU's leading scorer with 18 points. The Norse are 13-8 overall and 8-2 in the Horizon League. Wright State lost their second game in a row, dropping Saturday's game to Cleveland State 85-77 despite 24 points from Trey Calvin. The Raiders are 11-10 on the season and 4-6 in the horizon. Cincinnati was small favorites against Memphis yesterday, but saw any glimmering hope of an at-large bid to the NCAA tournament dashed with a 75-68 loss at home to the Tigers. Victor Locken had a really nice afternoon, leading the Bearcats with 22 points on 11-14 of 14 shooting to go along with 10 rebounds and 3 steals. Locken, Landers Nolly, who was playing against his former team, and David DeJulius combined for 55 of the team's 68 points. Memphis went on a 12-0 run and a 12-1 run in the first half, but Cincinnati had a shot in this game, making a furious run of their own about midway through the second half to tie the game after trailing by 10 at the break. It was knotted at 50 with about 12 minutes left, but Memphis responded with a 9-1 spurt. From there, the teams went back and forth to the finish line. For as well as Cincinnati had played in their last three games, the theme has continued to be that they can't perform as well as they need to in the bigger games. The Bearcats are 0-6 in the top two quads, with just five quad one and two games remaining, three of which are quad one. After last weekend where it felt like if you were ranked, you lost, it was more carnage at the top this weekend. Number one, Houston was shocked at home on Sunday by unranked Temple in a game that flew very under the wire, kind of masked by the NFL games going on. Houston was a massive favorite in this game and had a shot to win it right before the buzzer, but lost by one. Number two, Kansas was blown out at Allen Fieldhouse by number 14, TCU, 83-60 in a game that was never close, and the Horned Frogs dominated from start to finish. Number 5, UCLA lost in Tucson, 58-52 to number 11, Arizona. Number 12, Iowa State lost to unranked Oklahoma State. Number 17, Miami lost at Cameron Indoor by 2 to Duke. Ohio State finally won a game, snapping their five-game losing streak with a 16-point win over Iowa. Number 3, Purdue barely survived against Maryland, winning by 3 yesterday. And also, number 15, UConn, looked dominant in an 86-56 win over Butler. How about Paul's pick of the day presented by Betfred Sportsbook? Winners all over the place this weekend. Boise State plus three barely hit on Friday night. They lost by two, and that's good enough for me. Kansas State pulled away late on Saturday to cover minus five and a half, and Indiana continued their hot streak on Sunday to easily cover minus three and a half. By my count, that's a three and a weekend for you, boy, and four and one in my last five. Tonight, the pick is Kansas and Baylor over 149. That's a late tip, nine o'clock. Should be a fun game. Let's root for points over 149. 
That'll do it for today's Rebound Rundown. Thanks for listening. Who day? What a great football game yesterday. It's now on to Kansas City. Have a great Monday, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.